Welcome <laughs> to another edition of Just the Bones of Advertising. We've got no glitter today. No it's glitter. just my mate JD and I back for a go on our own. Yeah, here we are. Here we here are. We get, are. The, uh, get the uh, get see what we can do. See what we can do without any of the added distraction of intelligence and um, and insight and creativity and. All of that, it's not here today. It's not just you today. and I. It's the bare bones again. As you say, we're, we're going without the ladies today. They are both very busy working while we, I don't know, let's say we fuck around like we used to. Here we are. Here we are. Here Strap yourself in, are. kids. Strap and you know what? In. Who gives a schmidt, JD? Who gives? What's that? Who? What, is like that a segue that. into something now? This one popped up on my feed and I just thought, <laughs> I really love this because it made me laugh. Straight up, and it got yep. me. It just and it was so simple, low production value. It wasn't overcooked, but it's a Unilever no. brand now. So I had a look at the bit of the backstory on it, and started by um, by a young lady, I think out of the state somewhere, who was like, you know what? There's nothing natural. But anyway, let's have a look before I start talking. Yeah, let's do that. Let's let's take a look. We give up things to be good, like plastic bags. <sighs> Aerosol deodorant if you want more natural. Nope. With new ozone friendly Schmitz, you don't have to give up anything. Holy. Uh, I it love still, it. Still it makes me can't... laugh, and it's probably the 15th time I've watched it. I love that thing that right at the end, that little buddy. I love it. <laughs> it's got a bit of got a bit of clever about it that I just think, you know what? And with a name like Schmidt. You cannot help but put a pun in there, and it's just brilliant. So clever, you know, like we're saving the world with the bloody plastic bag. And I don't know whether there was dog shit in that plastic bag or what it was, but it was brilliant. And then you're just like, and, oh, but, and she's like, what? But no. Like, just really clever. I thought it was I thought it was a really simple. The thing I love about it is there's simplicity. You walk away, you know exactly what the brand is, and you like it. Like, like it, but made me look for it, bud. Now I'm I'm a, a, a bloke that for I don't know the last 25 years I found this brand of, of deodorant called Mitchum, but it's fucking yeah, yeah. loaded with aluminium or whatever it is, the stuff that you shouldn't put on yourself. Now I've actually gone and to see if I can find this stuff to be able to buy it. That that's how good it's worked. I thought, yeah. well, you know what, fuck it, I'll give it a go. Why why wouldn't I? Yeah, 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 yeah. I um I I know a couple of people who use Mitchum, and I always think of like. Who was the guy? Was it Rod Mitchum? He was the Hollywood hard man. Yep. I always expect like Mitchum. Mitchum. But they have Mitchum the for women. Ultimate stink saving. <laughs> Stops you from stinking no, no 54 days. <laughs> I love it. I mean, I, and again, but I'm going to give it a crack because I've just been a roll-on boy my entire life. So mm-hmm. I don't know whether I'll go the stick or the aerosol, but I'm going to give it a crack. There's all these ripping flavors like rose and vanilla or something, and like lime and something else. I'm like, holy shit, get that! Actually, there's one charcoal and something else. I'm like, what's charcoal? Like charcoal magnesium. I'm going to give that a crack. Like how could charcoal? You- charcoal is what uh, what they used to use uh, as toothpaste. Yes. Like if you wanted to get white teeth, you use charcoal, charcoal on your teeth. But again, if you wanted to stains off. And if you had a little bit of reflux, you could use a little bit of charcoal, just eat charcoal tablets, and it would settle your reflux down. And it was supposed to stop the old jam tarts as well, wasn't it? You have charcoal tablets if you're a bit on the old. <laughs> 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 we'll save that for harmonics, but harmonics is going to be different today. But it would be remiss of us not to talk about the most topical thing that's obviously happened in our lifetime, which obviously is the, yes. the Queen passing. Yes. Um, okay. 
And I, I, I read another post that came through, and I think it was Marketing Week or one of them that said yeah. it's time for brands to not say anything. And I know there's a lot of yeah. UK brands at the moment that have actually pulled their advertising and they're not going yeah. out saying anything about the Queen or they're not putting shit up about the Queen passing yeah. or about the new king and all of that. And I'm not interested in whether people are, you know, monarchists or they're not or they're, yeah. you know, they're about Republicans. Now it's just a time to go. Don't need to say anything, but I reckon you've got some really interesting points to add to that, JD, from a brand point of view, because for me, it feels a bit like when Woolies did the old Anzac thing, I'm like, not, not the right time to be adding, you know, her, her royal, her, her royal, her Her majesty to, to anything that you're doing ever. That's just not, it's not, not okay. No, no. I think, I think, I think it could have been done tastefully. Like I think in, in, in countries that not the UK, so or well, not England, yep. because I, I think it's still I think Wales and Scotland and Northern Ireland there's still a little bit of, you know, do we want to be part of England? But certainly brands that want to to be seen as English, like you know, tea brands, Setley Tea or Yorkshire Tea or you know Mini. I know Mini's made by BMW these days, but brands that want to be seen as quintessentially English could have done something really subtle and elegant and just uh, like I remember when um, uh, Walt Disney died and there was a there was a full page ad from uh, from Disney that appeared in the um, uh, New York Times yep. and it was just a, a spotlight on a um, on a microphone and all of the Disney characters you know, Mickey and Donald and all of yeah, them right. just arrayed around just outside the spotlight. <clears throat> it was really tasteful and it was like, yeah, I get it. Thanks very much. You know, I weep with you. Thanks. But that, but, but that's beautiful. And obviously yeah. Walt created all these characters. So I think it was a salute from the character. So I completely agree. But your point about thing brands like Mini, I, I agree that, you know, the Union Jack is synonymous with Mini. It's on the bloody... I don't know, it's the, the rear vision mirrors, it's now on yep. the rear lights, it's often on the roof of the car. Yep. So potentially they've got a just a you know a nod of the, the the cap to say, you know, you know, good goodbye, your majesty, or, or whatever yeah. they, they say. I, I probably agree with you there. But what gets me is I've seen on LinkedIn, you know, like a fuckload of brands posting this, you know, the history of when when she became queen all the way through to when she yeah, cares. Like, like you've not given a fuck about it for you yeah. know, the entire time she's reigned. Now, now, why? What? Because you think yeah. you're going to get more likes on a post, or what? I mean, I don't know. I'm, yeah. I'm no, just, I'm not about it at all. I think there's, I think there's a lot of social media managers who perhaps don't catch the, uh, the, uh, the grace of Her Majesty. I, and the I gravity think... of the situation as well. It's, it's not a, it's, it's not a time to be doing that, in my view. No, no. no. I, I'm especially a little bit annoyed. A lot of bit annoyed about uh, about some members of the Republican movement. I thought, yes, um, okay, what have you got here, JD? This is interesting. Well, I th- I think as soon as the Queen died, there's there was bound to be a kick up about the Republican debate. Yeah, which and there think, was, and, and yeah, to, and I to think, be honest, I think Elbo handled yep. it pretty well. I think you, I think you're absolutely right. I think he did he did it, and he and he did it perfectly. And it's like there will not be a debate. During this term, about the republic, no end of story. Like done, done. locked off, signed off, and yep. now is not the time to bring it up anyway. No, and why would you? Like, why would, why you? would you? Because and, you're opportunistic. That's why you yeah. would. Yeah, and and they've got like they've had uh, Malcolm Turnbull, who's been who was leading the thing. 
respectfully, just quiet. I mean, yeah. it's very easy to stay respectfully distant when you're sitting, sipping a Chardonnay in your Point Piper mansion, but he has remained quiet. Chardonnay. Like, Jeffrey Robertson, who I thought had a little bit more class. And now, for the punters at home, JD, Jeffrey Robinson is? Jeffrey Robertson is a, is a, a Robertson, lawyer. Sorry. Yeah, Jeffrey Robertson is a, is a lawyer. Um, uh, a very, very intelligent man. I think he's married to Kathy Lett or was married to Kathy Lett, okay. um, uh, who's a magnificent author and, uh, uh, you know, just a brainiac of her own. Yep. Um, but he led the Republican debate for quite a long time and is a um, uh, he's always good for a quote. Like okay. he's just a, he's back in the day he used to have these things called hypotheticals, and if you're interested in um, uh, seeing how intellect, how a lawyer can 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 make people say one thing when they don't mean it, watch those hypotheticals. Then okay, just- might have been what happened with the Berry situation in the tribunal yeah. just gone, mate. Might have been mm. a couple of lawyers making some magic happen, and some thinking that this wasn't actually this. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't an eye gouge, even though he put his eye, <laughs> put his fingers right in his eye. It wasn't an eye gouge. Please anyway, go on, my boy. Please go Jeffrey, on. Jeffrey Jeffrey Robertson has has had a thing. It's like this is this is why we need a republic. It's like not now, Jeffrey. Like read the room. Like yeah. it's even even staunch Republicans are saying and, not now. Are, are saying let's let's just celebrate who she was. Yep. If that's your bag. Yep. And if that's not your bag, then. Stay respectfully quiet. Like and leave your bag packed up. Yeah. Like for like, now. Yeah. Indeed. Yep. And indeed. I, I think be- that's the point of it, is it it's just about timing timing. Whether we or we're not, you know, about the republic, that's not for today. That's yeah. what you're trying to say. It's not it's not that yeah. the rest of the world probably doesn't go, you know what? Do we don't we but it's just not now. That's I not would, the time to have that conversation. I would love to have a debate. And love to have a love to have a chat with anyone about whether Australia needs to be a republic. Yeah, I think there's. I think if we're going to be a republic, then you get all of those wonderful things that we need to address that people haven't addressed, like the flag, like uh, like Invasion Day, yep. like like there's a shitload of stuff to unpack there. There's a lot rolled up in that conversation. And right now, just put a lid on it. Like she was graceful, she was gracious, she listened to people, she was aware of injustices. She learned a lot from when she was a little girl back in 1926. Yep. To now, like she has moved with the times and remained a rock. And the and- breadth and the the depth of, of what she'd been a part of is the extraordinary thing that I take away from this is, you know, having either been counsel or counseled by Winston Churchill all the way up to three days before she passed, shaking yep. hands with the new Prime Minister of the UK. I mean, it's it's extraordinary to think. And I think like, I you agree. Think, with you me. think she has seen, she has she's seen, seen what she's witnessed. But she's seen the dismantling of an empire. Yep. Like, and then three months ago, Charles has said quite publicly, if people want to leave the Commonwealth, we don't have to have a Barney about it. Like, just let's be civilised. Yeah. So that's on the table. Our Republican movement has no right, like them or love them, like them or loathe them, has no right to be opening up that can of worms at this point in time. I think shame on them. Shame. Shame on them. 
Completely agree. And to that end, let's go to something hilarious and something funny. Now, I'm really going to challenge you now, my boy. I'm going to put you on the spot with something that I think may bring you a little bit undone. It's going to be about have you been paying attention? Now, for me, it's all about footy and I can't help but study the jumpers. And something came up and I, I wondered why I'm shit out of this. no longer are the jumpers made by the same people. Why does someone have a different sporting brand on their jumper? And I'm going to start with a real easy one, JD. Who is the sponsor of the Melbourne Footy Club? Who provides the jumper? Who provides the jumper? Who provides, who makes the jumper for the Melbourne Football Club? Oh, see, I haven't looked. New Balance, mate. I'm a, sorry? New Balance. Oh, New Balance, of course, because they're... Now, New they're, Balance have their logo in the middle of the of the Melbourne jumper, and I just don't understand, and it's rhetorical. Hey, I don't have the answer just, to it. But there you go. That's gone. I'm, I'm a Melbourne supporter. I and you didn't even see. Every week. Okay, every so this week. is going to be fun then. So when I say Geelong, JD, you're not going to say... Oh, no, I'm going to say, um, I think it's, is it uh, Puma? Cotton on. Cotton on. Bullshit. Cotton on. Okay, let's go Brisbane. Oh, um, see, no, see, I'm just going to be making shit up. I might as well yeah, say good, BHP. Make it up. I don't care. BHP. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to talk um, to you about a brand called Classic with a kangaroo in the middle. Now, Classic, have you ever heard of Classic as a, no. a sporting brand? How does how does okay, that okay? Let, let's do an easy one. Richmond, uh, uh, um, uh, Adidas, Puma, Puma, Adidas. Okay, Puma. Let, let's do, let's do. Think I'm failing. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> let, let's do the bully dogs. Oh no, I wouldn't know the bully dog. I'd say Nike, but I really don't know. Asics, really, really. Okay, let's do a, a simple one. Let's let's do let's do Sydney. So you say simple, and I haven't got one of them yet. Um, <laughs> Nike. Nike. Okay. And the pies so and Nike as well. But then we look at the blues and they're Puma. Another Puma one. Another Puma. Then we go to the Bombers and they're Under Armour. See, Under Armour, what do they know about Aussie rules? I guess. Now, but then we get across to, is it the Nine is the one that. The Dockers, Burley Seacombe. Oh, no, Burley, really? Burley Seacombe. Well, they're just the Seacombe logo. I don't know whether they're still Burley Seacombe, but just the Seacombe logo. Okay, what about the... the? Um, I'm still thinking the about that. I'm still thinking about bloody Cotton On. Like, Cotton On, mate. Well, there's one make... more, which is a bloody international brand called O'Neill, which is the Crows. O'Neill, isn't that... Aren't they, don't they make uh, surfwear? <laughs> no, it's a different O'Neill's. Oh, see, see now you've just—I have just. Yeah, but myself. what the hell? Where did all this come from? Like, what happened to the days where they were all made by one company? Like, you'd see every single AFL Guernsey made by one company, but now probably each individual team, and they're all AFL approved, so they've all got the AFL approved logo on them. But all of yeah. these are made by a myriad of different companies. I reckon that that could be either the AFL saying. We're not going to support you, so go and figure it out. And then someone coming up and saying, "Well, we can't support ourselves unless we, unless we get like, you know, cotton on to make our jumpers." 
Or did the did the teams rally together and say this is an opportunity for us to make more money by getting Nike to produce the Collingwood ones? Does that mean that then Nike get a bigger show on you know the biggest sporting club in the Southern Hemisphere? I don't know. Or Maybe. how how does that then work? How does that play through? I'm not sure. I wonder how it all came to pass. But- Collingwood. Is Collingwood really the biggest sporting club? I don't know, man. I'm a Collingwood supporter, so maybe I just made that up. Look, I do remember Eddie saying that at some point, although I shouldn't misquote Eddie because maybe it wasn't Eddie. But would the All Blacks be a bigger sporting club than the? uh, I don't know. I think Collingwood's got more supporters than the All Blacks. Oh, really? No, that can't be true because what is there in New Zealand? Three point three or four million? Four million, and they're all All Black supporters. Anyway, but I don't know whether they're just a club. That's kind of a country team, isn't it? Like, because if yeah, you say yeah, that, then it, are the Springboks, you know, with South African family over there? Or, oh, know, true. True, yeah. So, sure. Anyway, that, my friend, is an old-style edition of the Bones of Advertising with no Wow. Oh, I am. Um, thank you very much. It's just been a pleasure to be here. And, you know, Likewise. I think I think next week we can. We can bring back the intelligence and the we can bring back the brains and and see what yeah. they've got to add from uh, from their week off and and we'll go from there. But don't yeah. go changing. I'll see no. you next week. You will. <laughs>